Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Tonight, we're talking about Andor, the Star Wars show that's currently playing on Disney+. Plus. We're a couple episodes in, and man, the adults really are in the room for this Star Wars property. I'll tell you what. To talk with it about us, we got our very own Dot Chris. That's right. Wearing my own officer's uniform in disguise. <laughs> I'm your host, Bad County Sergio. So, uh, Chris, in the last two episodes of Casting Andor, we've had the setup to the heist, and then we have the actual heist here. Even though we know where Andor himself eventually heads, I love that they can still build tension, and they can still give us some stakes in the rebellion, because the rebellion is coming up, it's forming, there are pockets of resistance all over the place, we were seeing over on Coruscant, the Empire, has a little bureau where they're investigating certain things. They're seeing patterns all over the place. Well, one officer is really standing out and seeing patterns all over the place. And uh, I love how she got one of her uh, colleagues to, to agree with her saying it's too random to be random. All these things are popping up way too much. So I think you're onto something here. So uh, it's interesting to see now that uh, one of the things in Rebellion is a heist uh, for a whole sector, right? There's a payroll for all the Imperials within a certain sector because, you know, in order to get a war going and to take over and to have installations and stuff like that, you need money, you need credit. So they're going to, to steal the payroll for a whole sector, which is a lot. And it's also going to help fund the new budding Rebellion. Okay, so uh, this latest episode actually gives us the heist. You, you watched it. Uh, the production quality, the acting, the heist itself. What did you think about the latest episode of Ander? All right. So first of all, there there seems to be a pattern that has erupted with the show that every three episodes is really good, and the the preceding two are like are very like meh. Um, I really I love what they're doing with world building with this show. Um, I haven't really been super psyched what they're doing with character building. Um, this was the first episode that we got to see, like, a reason why we should actually like Andor, um, which, sorry, Cassian, rather. I'm going to keep calling him Andor, let's be honest, but Cassian. Um, so that was great. Um, the whole heist, yeah, that, first of all, the, the production quality of this was, like, off the friggin' chain. It looked so damn good. Hands down, best episode, like, so far. One big thing that is, like, a huge shift change for this show versus other Star Wars stuff is that, like, I feel like this show is sci-fi, while other, most of other Star Wars is, like, a space fantasy. But this is, like, much more hard sci-fi where they're spending so much time building the world, building the politics of that world, seeing how the nuts and bolts work. Because um, up until this point, we've really only seen, like, the big like the big names that are in the background manipulating everything. We're not seeing the grunts on the ground. And here we're actually seeing the people on the ground that are in it, that are making those, those decisions. They're not just sitting up on a spaceship telling people what to do. We're in the moment. And like that a thousand percent totally pays off in this episode. And it was fantastic. Um, that's what I'm thinking. How about you? What you? How how are you feeling about it? Oh, dude, man, like it, it's it was really a spectacle too, and you you kind of felt you kind of you kind of forgot for a second uh, that that Andrew dies like much later on because you're thinking, oh man, are they going to make it out of this? Is he going to get injured? Is he going to get his arm <laughs> cut off? Like what the yeah. hell is going to happen? I'm like, oh yeah, that's right, there's Rogue One, <laughs> but but you don't know what's going to happen to the other characters, and man, just like in Rogue One fashion, they get murked. Holy crap! Yeah, you know, like you you have this whole heist right there. They're planning it out like. It's okay. It's the march like a soldier. You got to look like a soldier. You got to fool the Imperials. Uh, we're with these other like new like budding rebels who have been on this planet, this installation for 
months now, like planning this heist, right? How are they going to do it? There's a bunch of cr- like credits that look like gold on a train. You know, it's kind of like 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 spinning back to the the spaghetti westerns that George Lucas loved, and you know those series that he loved as a kid, which is you know why he you know also uh, put put that into Star Wars. It's kind of the theme of Star Wars, like these heroes. I thought it was very very like well made, and like you kind of feel for the characters too. There's so much stress and tension to get this thing right because they need to take the empire down and another thing chris like have you have you been feeling like i like the feeling of the empire feeling powerful feeling like a problem because yeah. they usually just feel like like a joke like ah it's a bunch of stormtroopers ah it's the empire but here they actually feel like an occupying force have you been feeling that it's too the, like yeah it's the you get to see what the impact is on like on people that aren't already in the empire and again the only property that i've seen that has done that really well um is actually the the very short storyline in star wars battlefront 2 does a great job of showing you like oh yeah they just come in and take over and this is this did a phenomenal job of them talking about how they're intentionally like dissuading these people from coming and coming to this area and like worshiping the way that they they have forever um and it's and seeing that impact makes you go, oh, yeah, this is why um, this is going on. But one of the big flip sides to this is where we are kind of seeing things from like what from the Empire's perspective as well. So you get to know those characters, which I feel like is something that we haven't explored a whole lot. Um, and so that's that's super interesting about what are these choices that these these characters are making? Like why they're not just these kind of shapeless just evil like you can actually see these are the decisions that they're making um to take this over it's great good stuff oh dude it's exciting and and i love how like uh but, but part of that heist was them marching down to this ravine where the aldani the the local like native americans if you will are going to be viewing this thing called the eye it's like these crystals these asteroids these meteors it's basically a lot like like a like like, like a sh- like a meteor shower where they're multicolor, they're different, and for the local uh, Aldani's there, it's kind of like their spiritual thing that happens, their spiritual event. And I love how even like the, the Imperial soldiers are like, "Hey, can we watch?" <laughs> like they all want to take some time to watch it too. They're they're, they're telling their commander like, "Hey, man, like come on." And I love how you know he's up coordinating behind the scenes and saying, "Okay, you guys can get posted down here. You know that way I can do my secret business with <laughs> with the rebels." <laughs> Um, and a part of their plan is to kidnap uh, well, one of the officers and to hold his family hostage. I was just like, damn, this show is going cold. For this is yeah. some mature Star Wars. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. You know, like stuff for the kiddies is fine. You know, the Filoni cartoon stuff is okay. But like, man, this is for some grownups. I mean, like we get some slow burns and we get some some bangers. And they're probably going to yep. go back to maybe a slow part of the next episode. But man, so if they kidnap this guy, they kidnap his family, they're like, listen, listen, listen to us and everything will be fine. And I love how the officer is like, oh, well, you're just going to kill us if everything, you know, goes awry. And I love how the, the leading rebel uh, woman was just like, no, we're not like you. Like, we are yeah, the man. rebel. Yeah, we're not She's like you. She's a badass. You. Dude. He was like, that's the difference between you and me. And I was like, look at that. That's great. And he looked at her just like he couldn't <laughs> comprehend it because he's like, well, as the Empire, that's not what we would do. And it's like, that's the point. <laughs> yeah. you know i don't know how they also oh man the the occupation of the empire too it just feels like such a problem because uh yeah. they we're talking to one of the higher up officers about how they're going to take over that aldani land and they're just allowing them to do this thing that they do once every three years for a little bit longer and then they're going to build like an air base there it's like damn the empire really taking over and really screwing people over and you you get to see it and feel it here so i do appreciate 
them giving us that dark feeling of this like sterile like this corporate like sterilization of the empire making things quote unquote better their way while everybody else is trying to live their life and it's like man you really get why the empire is the bad guys here yeah you know? like props to the show what i love about this episode as well is once they kind of start the heist from that point on for the most part you get the heist for, mostly from the imperials point of view Right. Like, obviously, they cut in and kind of show you where our characters are, are positioned, but it's not like we hear a lot of conversations between between the two of them. They don't use it to actually give any more exposition because we already know they're they're in a heist and they just let the heist be the heist. They spent the last two episodes building up these characters so we know what's going on so that by the time things get rolling, um, it feels real. Like every single member of that team is super focused and it was it was just great. I, I loved it. It was so good. <laughs> it makes me really excited for episode nine because we know every three episodes is good. So the next two are probably going to suck, <laughs> but episode nine is going to be great. Oh, man, I hope, I hope that's not the formula. I hope that the formula is not like we, we just get some slow ones and then we get a banger. Like, like I hope that. I hope they subvert our expectations and they, they start like, you know, really, really like, like speeding along because, I mean, they really gave us a spectacle here. Like, you know, they they kidnap the guy and his family, right? They hold him hostage. Like, another commander comes down. Oh, another commander, uh, the, the guy with the, the communications tower. Yeah, he, communications he kinda, officer. He kind of yeah. does his job a bit too well, and he, figures, yeah. and he figures it out. I'm just like, damn, this guy's too good. Who trained this guy? Too good. Yeah. Too good. And that yeah. was what was great, is, like, it, the plan didn't go exactly as, pl like, as they expected, um, which is great. Like, obviously, like, I love me some Ocean's Eleven, but, like, everything works, like, smooth as butter in that movie. And this one, seeing the trip-ups is like, oh, God, what's going to happen next? Like, we we know Cassian makes it out, but we don't know about any of these other characters. Really, anyone's head was on the chopping block. Um, and that was pretty cool. And it's so funny. It's very Star Wars. It's like, we have a plan, and it goes awry. It's very Star Wars. Like, it happens throughout <laughs> every instance of Star Wars where there's a plan, and it goes awry. It's like, oh, what's going to yeah. happen you know, um, yeah. so so uh, he so that they're they're at the train and they're starting to to load it up. And, and I love how fierce the rebels are just just not like, you know, like like taking any crap from anybody like the the, the line uh, uh, skiing had where like, you know, he tells all of the Imperials like, to get down to the ground. It's like, all right, anybody who doesn't want to participate, who doesn't want to hustle for the next 10 minutes, put your hands up. And they're all like, oh, crap. He's like, OK, start loading. <laughs> I was like, damn, yep. let's go. I love that's a badass line. Anyone who doesn't yep. want to hustle for the next 10 minutes, put your hands up while he points like his blaster at them. I'm like, yo, that's sick. Something out of, out of like, you know, like like ambulance with uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. It's great. <laughs> Everybody get out of the ground. You're all going to have a fantastic <laughs> story to tell at dinner time. Oh man! So that actor, uh, is, I think it's uh, Eben Moss Backrack. Um, mm -hmm. I, I don't know how to pronounce the name. Uh, who plays Skeen though? He's having a real good year because he was also in that show, The Bear, where he was phenomenal. He's a really good actor. I'm hoping that we see like a lot more stuff out of him. He's so good. He was, dude. He was great. I mean, like you know, we we have Andor, who's you know this hardened badass, and you got Skeen. Yeah. Who you know is also he's like okay real recognizes real man like I recognize yeah. like you're not some regular guy for hire like you're 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 a hardened bastard you were in a war you were in some situation and he was too and he was just like okay he even asked him, like where were you posted and, and you know he gave me yeah. like oh, okay cool me too I was I was also in the mud and uh, I love how <laughs> they, they they square up against each other and they give each other he's like okay you're a hard man I'm a hard man too let's freaking go um and, and, and I love how yeah Eben Moss uh, Bakarek Bak yeah. Bakarek I, I I'll have to look that up. 
But uh, yeah. dude, fantastic is skiing. So they're loading this thing up, and of course the plane goes awry. The communications guy comes down there. He's like, "Hey, what's going on?" And then all of the officers are just like, "Hey, this is a top secret mission. You can't be down here, uh, sir. Guy who we're kidnapping and holding your family hostage. Tell him that <laughs> the communications guy. He's not supposed to be down here." And he's like, "Tell him you're not supposed to be down here." And the communications are like, "Sir, let's go on." Oh, and then they start blasting. <laughs> Everybody starts blasting. Oh my god! Also, shout out to I was just like, wait a minute, Disney, because like when when all the blasting like subsides and his train starts going, I'm like, wait a minute, did they just kill all the the all two black guys? <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are we in the nineties? What is this like a, a scary movie? What the fuck? Because I was like, wait a minute, where did those guys go? I'm like, no, come on, you can't do that now. Did Gorin get killed too? Yeah. They, 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 oh, they, yeah. I miss Gorin getting killed. Yeah, it, it happened so uh, quick. It happened so okay. quick. Got got murked. I was just like, there's no way. Yeah, he, he got murked on the ground. It happened real quick. Okay. I was like, come on. This isn't a scary movie in the 90s, man. <laughs> come on, dude. What the freak are we doing here? But in like... You Billy know, D. Williams is pissed at you right now. Right? But in some of the, like, <laughs> like, 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 uh, like Rogue One fashion, some of the other teams start going down too. So, so Cassian yeah. starts piling the thing. You know, he's, he starts getting out of there, and, uh, oh, man, the poor little guy. Poor little guy gets yeah. crushed by the credits, man. man. Yeah, the young dude. I mean, you knew Nemec. that he was he was talking. He was way too bright-eyed and bushy-tailed to make it out of this show, out of this episode. Oh, hell uh, yeah. A thousand percent. And in fact, I was surprised once they start taking out. I was like, oh, man, he didn't get taken out? I thought that's where they were going with this. And then, oh, he gets crushed. And it was just like an, a- like an accident. It wasn't even like the bad guy took him out. Like, he got shot. Yeah, um, which is like all the more heartbreaking. <laughs> it really was, right? Because it's like it wasn't really any anyone's fault, really. Yeah, and then he just got caught up. It's like, man, the casualties of war—they are already starting. The casualties of just trying to fight against like this tyranny, and then they just get got. You know, it's like, oh man, it, it's it's almost like a uh, like a monkey's paw, Egyptian tomb type <laughs> thing. It's just like, okay, you're you're robbing this grave, you're robbing this thing. It's like something's going to happen to you. And then it did in the worst where he's like, I can't feel my legs. I was like, oh, man, this poor kid, dude. He was Ugh, so like, I've seen I, this scene in Saving Private Ryan. Yeah. It did not work out well for Giovanni Ribisi. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to feel sorry for him because he was so like idealistic. He had an idea of like what he wanted the world to be like about the Empire, talking about how they want things to be and, you know, how they can't yeah. see how things should be. And I was just like, oh, man, this guy's going to get murdered or something like that. He was too good. <laughs> uh, but but I, I love the, the 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 tension of them trying to escape, you know, like and the whole mm-hmm. part of the plan is that because this eye is happening, because this uh, essentially meteor shower is happening, all these colorful meteors are coming down, um, you know, there's there's not supposed to be any pilots, but because, you know, the radio guy, like, alerted the other base, you got some TIE fighters getting deployed, and that scene was so sick. I love, yeah. I love, I was like, yo, look at the pilots going down in their TIE fighters. There's something out of, like, the, 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 the squadron game. I loved it. It was sick. I was hoping, I, like, I knew that we were going to see some sort of spectacle, but I was hoping it wasn't going to be, like, I don't know, just super cheesy. But, like, I, it, I felt like, first of all, it looked great. Um we actually saw them flying through it. I thought it was just going to be like, oh, everyone's looking that way, and so they're going to go the other way. No, no, they flew right through it, yeah. um, and it was rad as hell. And that was some, yeah, like, that. that's the action you want to see from the Squadrons movie if that ever gets made. Bro, the, the visual itself of them, be, of them being chased, like, like uh, the Rebels yeah. being chased by the Empire with, like, this, like, freight-looking, like, you know, like, <laughs> like missile of a train, like, the, the TIE yeah. fighters behind them with all the, the colorful meteors over them. I'm like, damn. Damn, this is a 
beautiful spectacle and watching it on like a big like 4k tv i was like god damn. yes <laughs> it's so drink it in you know it was so insane i'm like this is some really good star wars holy crap for all this shit i talked about it <laughs> <laughs> really good and uh man and even the music too it was so tense so like, i mean yeah. I, I was watching that like for for you seeing them being chased by the, the music just swelling up and then like him you know, uh, uh, Nemec like telling Andor to climb. He's calculating their escape. Like, what, what, what was that like? What was your reaction? Everything was great, and everything felt earned. Um, it just the the whole like one thing that this show absolutely like one of the, one of the things that the show has going for it. It's not just one thing. Is that they have everything planned out for this show. They know what they're going to happen. They know what happens at the beginning. They know what happens at the end. They know what they're building to, and they've been working on this for a really long time. And you know what? It shows. Um, so they've had time to let this, to let this breathe. They had time to build it, to be what it should be. Um, they built the sets. So what happens in front of the camera um, is going to look amazing. Um, They've been working on this forever for like for a couple years now, which means they have time to get those, you know, those effects in place again, with the exception of Mon Mothma's uh, speeder, which still just looks like crap. But whatever, I'll, I'll deal with that. Um, but it, it's just it's so good. The whole picture like this is this is the kind of stuff that we've wanted like every other Star Wars show to be. And we, we've talked about that, like as much as we love the universe, we're kind of sick of Jedi, right? Like we've seen everything a Jedi can do. And this show is giving us all the stuff um, that we've wanted to see that the other shows have focused too much on like the Skywalker saga to show us. And that's, that's awesome. And that hundred percent pays off um, in this episode. And it's a really good point. You say that, 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 that it's earned too, right? Like everything happening, like it feels earned. It feels like they really did take their time to, to craft their story and to really yeah. tell it. And they gave it a, a damn good budget. They got good production and people. And each character sets. too. Every yeah. character is is thought out. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has their place. Like like no one's just there. You know what I mean? Like it's 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 so surprisingly like satisfying watching it. I mean, at times it's it, it, it's a bit slow. Okay, mm -hmm. especially you know you're kind of because we're used to stuff happening, right? Like <laughs> when, you know like like especially in the Marvel shows, but even in the Star Wars shows, like stuff is just constantly yeah. happening whether it's good or bad stuff is also happening but like here like characters are breathing scenes are breathing and you know look I, at you episodes one two yeah. four and five. Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> dude i mean oh man it, it, but but like like watching andor now episodically it makes me want it as like either either a movie or or longer i don't know like 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 for i mean the, the episodes are pretty hefty in time yeah, but I feel like it, it's a gigantic movie that's been cut up because it, it kind of feels that way. And I kind of just want to watch the whole thing. And I can't wait for the whole thing to drop. Every, so everyone who hasn't been watching it, you are going to benefit from being able to watch yeah. this thing all the way through. All the yeah. way through. It, there's TV. That's the, the different thing about TV versus a movie is the pacing. The pacing is everything. Um, going back and watching Lost, that show does not hit nearly as hard um, when you can watch it week to week. Um, and now that TV is becoming more like movies, something like this, I feel like is going to benefit from being able to do that because everything breathes so much and doesn't move a mile a minute. And it's all building towards one big like as this show in particular, building towards one big finale in particular. Um, I think it's going to be great for those folks that are um, that are waiting for the end. And, and hopefully we get we get some really good stuff after this. 
Dude, and speaking of the end, so so Cassian and crew, they get out of the eye uh, and they realize, you know, that uh, Nemec is injured, you know, he can't feel his legs. And they talk about, okay, we can either go to a place built within a contingency plan to go see a doctor to help him out. You know, and, and I love how, uh, you know, Siskin was just like, you know, because, because of this kid, we got out of there. You know, he's alive right now. Like, it's built into the plan. Or we can go to the rendezvous point and continue and possibly, I don't know what's going to happen to him, but continue the mission and just, like, finish it. And and Cassie and me and the good guys like, all right, where's where's there is a doctor? You're right. This kid got us out. Like, that was an insane thing that happened just now. Because yep. even Andrew was just like, yo, like, you're having me fly through this thing. You want me to climb? And he's like, climb! <laughs> so they get to the doctor, and, he got, and uh, it's such an interesting-looking thing. It's like, uh, it's like, is this like like the male of the species of Maz Kanata? <laughs> is that what that is? Like, her kind species of, but is it the, the four arms? Yeah. Like the dude from uh, from Fallen Order or the uh, the alien voices by Jean Favreau and um, Jean Favreau? Wow, Jean Favreau in Solo. Yeah, right. But prop. Props were being practical. It was dude. just a dude who had another set of arms coming out of him. It looked great. It, it looked great. I was just entranced. I was like, yeah, it makes sense for like this like creature being to be a doctor. It's got the eye thing. It's got multiple arms. It's like performing yeah. the surgery. And all the while, you know, like uh, like Cassian and Skeener are, are it's, like, talking. And he's like, hey, man. Like Skeen's like, hey, man, we can, uh, we can get out of here. You know, there's a, <laughs> <laughs> there's a moon not far from here. We can just go to. And uh, what do you say, man? I don't know how to fly that thing. So you can get us there. And, and and surprisingly, Cassian shot him. I was like, "Yo, yeah, was show, not expecting that. Not expecting this show is like, oh, we're you forgot we were mature. Oh, we're gonna remind yeah. you. We're gonna remind you. Well, what was your Cassian reaction? is cold, and that's great. That's awesome. It's building on the few things that we know about him from seeing Rogue One. Is that this dude will absolutely kill you if 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 he thinks it's necessary. Hundred percent." And, uh, and I think his motivation behind, like, killing Keen was just like, all right, Keen was like, all right, this guy is totally going to fucking kill me. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, he just seems like, oh, I don't know how to pod that thing, but we can get to this one location, this one moon, and then, uh, yeah, we can totally split it. Because <laughs> like, well, I, thought, I wasn't born yesterday. It's just like, okay, yeah, I get you there. And then you take the whole thing for yourself. The hell are you talking about? Oh man! He saw the Dark Knight. He knows how this ends. <laughs> he saw. He saw the the, the darkness in the bus scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> what bus driver? <laughs> no, I was supposed to kill the bus driver. <laughs> but yeah, he saw the darkness in Skeen. He's like, nah, man, this guy's totally murking me. As soon as I'm, nah, absolutely not. This guy cannot. And then, especially hearing that too, there's no way he can turn his back on this guy. He's yep. like, he's like, he's like, this guy might just risk trying to pilot this thing. He's like, I can't turn my back at this guy. This is insane. So he kills him. Goes inside, talks to uh, talks to the leader, Bell, uh, uh, and he's just like, yo, your boy was one of the up and up, and she's like, you're lying. He's just like, you think? And then she kind of kind of looks like him, looks like, damn, I kind of had a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of had a feeling I didn't want to, damn it, really? You know, the, the and like Nemec dies, unfortunately, you know, the idealistic kid, but hey, man, it's a part of the war, right? Like, they're just showing you the tragedy of Star Like, we're seeing the consequences of the wars in Star Wars, which is what I appreciate. And, uh, yeah, it ends off with uh, him giving the crystal back to her so we can give it back to um, to Luthen. And uh, yeah. he goes off saying he's going to take his share. Man, I and then it cuts to... Back to Coruscant. <laughs> Meanwhile, on Coruscant, <laughs> we've got <laughs> Mon Mothma trying to give her speech. Everyone's kind of distracted, and it, and uh, there we go. Over 
some buzz about uh, what happened there, about there, you know, people starting to hear about the rebellion. I mean, it, it's 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 a huge thing that's happening. Someone stole from the empire and stole a lot from the empire, and they got away with it. Holy crap! You know, well, what did you, what do you think about the ending? Uh, it was great. Again, that whole scene where, first of all, like Mon Mothma is kind of frustrated that there's not a lot of people there and then realizes that everyone that is there starts, you know, checking their phones. It's like, I don't know if you've ever been in a crowded place when a weather warning goes off and then everyone's phones just starts ringing with the alert at the same time and everyone just goes silent. It just kind of really felt like that. It was a very quiet moment. Like you didn't need, it didn't need to be spelled out. And that scene was just an absolutely like brilliant, uh, construction uh just so that you know it just kind of kind of empty kind of empty room everyone just slowly starts completely losing their attention uh oh awesome again that's the kind of stuff i've I've wanted to see uh from the show and like we're getting we're getting it and we're only like halfway done dude yeah i mean like seeing the senate (laughs) and seeing (laughs) and seeing mon moth and just like the way they build that too like the camera like panning around to all the other like senators just not Mm -hmm. paying attention something's happening and her you know looking at her pad being like oh this is what's happening you know i cut back over to uh luthan's uh (laughs) luthan's place um you know he's selling some jewelry to somebody and uh you know her guys just like hey everything from uh aldani he's like excuse me the hell why is that guy saying that here not well, what the <laughs> hell? we're so far from that place what the hell? he's like oh yeah it looks looks like something just came through there was a uh, some kind of rebellion oh yeah maybe i'll see something in the back goes in the back starts loud he's like yes it's begun <laughs> they succeeded <laughs> all right you know because otherwise if they failed you would not have heard about it the empire would yep. have kept it under wraps so he's just like they succeeded they're putting the word out they're going after them and oh man the empire is scrambling they're like all right no one's going home. We're all getting together on this. We need to quell this out. And uh, let's talk about those other random instances that you're hearing. Like, oh, man. the I, I can't wait to see the, like, like uh, it's going to be nuts. The I wonder, fallout? Yeah. The, the fallout's going to be great. The fallout is is, is going to be nuts. Like, I wonder, like, when we're going to start to see them actually clash. Like, we're going to get some, some TIE fighters going, some actual, like, space stuff happening. Maybe in season two. I don't know. Like, if this whole season <laughs> is just a buildup and we don't get any of that, I mean, uh, whatever. But uh, yeah, yeah, like really good episode. Uh, I hope uh, the next one is not some slow-paced bore. I I don't know how it can be. Um, I wonder where Andor is going to go after this. Like, is he just going to run off somewhere? I mean, we started off with him looking for his sister, right? So Mm -hmm. uh, I wonder if he's going to continue that trek. I have no idea where this is going to go. Like, where? what do you think is going to happen in the next episode? I don't know. I'm still, like, weirded out by the fact that it starts with him looking for his sister and then now it's been what five episodes later and we've never revisited that like it's so <laughs> it's so weird like he killed a guy over trying to find his sister and we just haven't gone back there um like the show started off by telling me i should care about that plot line but then it abandoned it real fast so um so i don't know i mean we're going to see the fallout clearly Luthien's going to send him uh, somewhere else on, on another mission of some sort. Cause we know, like we know he, he joins the rebellion. Um, but I mean, at this point he still seems pretty reluctant. He kind of just wants, he's like got his ticket off that planet to escape from getting captured. And now he kind of wants out. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, 
it's anyone's guess <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but I am very excited to see the fallout because so far, um, kind of everything that we've seen has mattered. And it hasn't just been written off. It's been, you know, these two guys were killed and we've now seen like several different levels of um, of people addressing that one fact. Like we still have people like last episode, they're still talking about it. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited. Yeah, it, it's going to be interesting to see what the next episode is going to hold and like where where this season is going to go. Because obviously, yeah. you know, everyone, you know, watching like, you know, where this is all going, obviously, but you know, we couldn't have predicted this heist. <laughs> no. And like, and like the amazing production value and cinematography that took place, like to, to give us a nice rip roaring moment moment. Um, you know, similar to like, you know, the train heist from back in the day, you know, or George Lucas, like harken back to what George Lucas loved, you know, the Kira, Kurosawa movies, you know, the mm-hmm. samurai movies, the, the spaghetti Western. So who knows? Um, so far, so good. Ruto. Maybe Vader in season two. Who do I, maybe, maybe, who maybe. knows? Maybe Vader in season one. Like, yeah. I, I don't think we're not going to see like a showdown of Cassie and, and Vader, but he, he exists. Yeah. Uh, so we could see that. Serge, I'm actually I'm actually excited for another episode. I think this is the first time I've been like, hell yeah, I'm ready <laughs> oh, for wow. another episode on this show. Hey. Yeah, they, they a slow burn, but they they got me. Yeah, I remember you saying, yeah, you, you weren't really like, you know, too excited to tune into each and every episode. And, and and same thing here, too. Like, I haven't been like staying up to watch him. Like, you know, I started to do with Book of Boba Fett, which I did for Mandalorian. But now I'm just like, OK, maybe the next episode, I'm really interested to see what's going to happen next, because watching him on, on his journey is actually interesting, a lot more interesting than I thought it was going to be. So I'm pleasantly surprised with that. And that's all the time we have for this episode. Thank you for listening. Make sure to join us live every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern on Twitch. You can also watch these episodes up on YouTube as well. We'll see you guys later. We'll see you another time.